0: Hello, and welcome to All About Smartphones, brought to you by Airs Alley, the Audio Internet Reading Service of Los Angeles. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshta. And I'm Julian Vargas. And today, we're going to talk to you about some of the most popular applications that allow people who may even be totally blind to read, to identify colors, and to gain information about the visual world around them. And Julian, this is something that, you know, as I was going through the years and years of having no vision at all, there were so many times that I wished, I wished that I had a pair of eyeballs that I could just pull out of my pocket and hold them in front of what I was trying to look at, And it would be able to tell me what it was. Uh, It would be so helpful when there were times that, you know, I I really didn't want to bother my wife or my two children. Or maybe they were all gone and I was home alone and I was trying to find out what kind of soup is this in the pantry, you know. Um, But today, I know that there are three applications that are very, very effective and uh, today you're going to tell us
1: about those three. Yeah, <laughs> I mean there's there's a bunch of applications out there, and there've been some through the years that uh, provide what I call remote visual assistance, meaning that uh, you're getting visual assistance from someone or something, uh, not a human that's standing there next to you. So the uh, the three that I figured we'd talk about today are uh, Seeing AI, uh, which is Microsoft's artificial intelligence. And it's kind of like a Swiss army knife of different types of things, (laughs) uh, applications that tell you different things depending on what you're looking at. Uh, And then the two that use humans to interact with you, although one of them I think is sort of ultimately going toward the uh, AI spectrum as well, and that would be Be My Eyes and IRA. And I'm pretty sure we've talked about these uh, applications uh, to some degree in the past and previous podcasts, but I don't think we've ever had a discussion just talking about the three of them specifically and uh, strong points and things like that with them.
0: Yeah. Well, let's start off with AIRA. It, it really is one that has a very unique business model. Uh, it is one that there is a monthly a monthly fee to use it. Is that correct?
1: There is, uh, but there's also ways to use it for free. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, there, there. In fact, Ira oh, really? is expanding quite a lot. Uh, it's amazing wow. what, the, what the, these guys are doing. Uh, Suman Kanyaganti, he's he's just an awesome guy. Uh, his vision of all of this, Ira is a remote. Uh, what do you call it? They, they call themselves a visual interpreter. So that what they do is give us the blind or low vision user access to visual things that are going on around us. Uh, whether it's something that we need read, whether it's matching uh, outfits, whether it's you know reading a display, uh, whether it's shopping whether it's going to a mm-hmm. a ball game and and getting description whether it's going to a play whether it's i mean it's wow. you name it going through the airport people have used ira for all kinds of things uh, most notably earlier this year there was an explorer and uh, that's what all of us ira users are called explorers uh, there's an explorer that actually went to the super bowl and what they did was they they described it to him but then they also streamed it live, so that anybody—you don't have to be an IRA subscriber. Anybody could go to that link and listen to the play-by-play, the description oh. that he was getting.
0: Wow, they did that! I didn't hear about that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow, that's wonderful. And one of the things they do now in the IRA app is, uh, any to, anytime you're doing something, if you think it would be of interest to other people, you yeah. can actually tell the agent that you want to go live, and oh. you can make it available. To anybody, any other user of the Ira app, whether they are a paid explorer or a guest, uh, they can go into the live section uh, and listen to the interaction. Wow! So it's pretty it's pretty darn cool. Uh, Ira also, and I mentioned earlier about using it for free, they let anybody sign up now as a guest, and when you're a guest you can use it for free in any uh, ira access location and what that means is it's it's a place that ira has designated to be available to anybody who wants to use the service free of charge oftentimes they they made it they they worked out an agreement with a venue to uh, where the venue basically covers the cost of the minutes for you to use it several airports have have done this now where when you go there and you've got the IRA app on your phone. If you're a guest, it'll pop up and say you're in an IRA access location. Uh, feel free to call an agent, and you can use your phone's camera uh, as uh, to, to let the agent see what's around you and, and get assistance from a trained IRA agent free of charge. Uh, one of the biggest uh, expansions they've just recently made is that all the AT and T stores are now IRA access locations. Hmm. So even if you're not an AT&T customer, let's say you want to go a- and look at a, on a phone that's there a- a- and you've heard of AT&T has this phone. Let me go look at it. Well, you can go in there now and with your existing phone, uh, bring up the IRA app, uh, log into it, and get help from an IRA agent while you're in that store. So that way, if you want them to, to help you find the uh, the customer service rep, or you want them to to show you where the phones are, the one that you're looking for, uh, you can just have them guide you to it, and this is available to anybody who has the IRA app and has signed up as a guest to use free of charge. Uh, at usually the conventions, those are usually IRA access locations, uh, the SeaSun conference, and they're just constantly adding to this ever-growing list. Of places that are available to anybody who has the app to use free of charge
0: now, Julian, I understand that there's two ways that you can use it: if you have a phone i I, I know people who have the iPhone, and if they then turn it on, they connect to IRA and a person a live person comes on and you're able to hear that person through your cell phone. And you could point it at certain things, and that person will tell you what it is, if that's what you want him or her to do. Yeah. And the second way, though, is that they also have a pair of glasses with a camera.
1: Yeah, and that's how it started. Uh, And that, frankly, uh, especially now with the new equipment they just rolled out, is by far the best way to use Ira. Now, to get those glasses, obviously, for that, you do have to be a paid explorer, because you're... uh, basically renting mm-hmm. that equipment by way of your monthly fees. Is but, there an initial fee to get the glasses? I don't believe there is. Okay. I, I don't have that kind of information in front of me, so I would urge anybody who's interested in finding out more about IRA to go to www.ira.io. That's www.aira.io. That's io, And there you can learn everything you possibly want to learn, including the rates, including the different plans that they have, so on and so forth, because they they do offer quite a lot of things. They they offer they just uh, I think uh, are, are launching a thing with Intuit, where if you're a small business user, mm-hmm. you can use your IRA, uh, basically uh, without having the minutes count against. Because when you subscribe, you you buy buckets of minutes, and you can use it for your small business related stuff, uh, and not have it count against your regular minutes. Uh, they've had a thing with NFB for a while where if you're using, if you're an NFB member and you sign up for the NFB plan, you can use it for job, really anything like if you're looking for work, you know, reading the ads, writing your resume, anything like that that you need help from them with, if as long as it's related to searching for a job, that's also uh, available to you uh, without drawing against your minutes. So that's really. They're doing really a lot nice. of really cool stuff.
0: And as far as these particular different plans, do you have any estimate? What would be the most
1: expensive plan per month? Well, they actually have an unlimited plan. Okay. And I think it's like 300 and something. Is it 329? I I could be wrong, so please don't quote me on that. Again, I refer people to the website I gave earlier to get the actual rates. But off the top of my head, I think it's somewhere around that per month. And the idea with that plan is that... uh, either you're if you've got the money to do it or uh if you're working for a company that might sponsor it for you. Uh I, I've heard of Google employees for example that uh where Google's paying that for them so that they can perform their jobs. So with that one obviously you can use it any time day or night. And by the way it's now 24/7, Ira. Uh oh. th- that happened over the summer. I think it was July. It used to be limited hours, but now they uh, they're now twenty four seven. You can get an agent, and they've also expanded now. They're in in Europe, uh, particularly in England, I think, and they're in Australia and New Zealand, and they're they're expanding. This company's on the move, and they're helping blind people all throughout the world with this wonderful service. So Julian, do you know? Is it
0: readily available to get a person from Ira who might speak a different language? Let's say. That I speak Japanese, uh, and I'm here in the United States. Would they be able to find perhaps a Japanese person?
1: You know, I don't know. That may mm-hmm. be on the roadmap. I think okay. for right now, the primary language is English. However, that doesn't mean that, that there's nothing that says that you can't, for example, make a request. Uh, like maybe you call the agent and you say, "Is there, do you know if there's an agent that speaks Japanese? And what the agent will do is they, they're on a chat channel with all the other agents, and they can put out that query. And if somebody's available who does speak Japanese, then what they'll do is they'll tell you to, to end the call, and then they they put a, a note there letting them know that when you call back in, the only person who should pick up that call is the one who said they could speak Japanese.
0: Oh, that's great! So
1: it's worth a shot, but I don't. I at this point, I don't think that's a guaranteed uh, thing that they have. But you
0: know, Julian, if you really analyze this, and let's say that it is, let's say it's even four hundred dollars a month, or it comes down to a hundred dollars a week. You would not be able to purchase an assistant or hire an assistant
1: right. for. You know, seven days a week, at a hundred dollars. Oh, I know. That's what I, I, think, I mean. So, if you're wow. somebody who's used to to hiring somebody to do reading for you, do things like that for you, you might want to think about looking at Ira to replace that person, because you can use them for that. Not only that, but something else I forgot to mention is that the Ira agent has this control center; they call it. It's a console, and their screen shows them several things when you call into them they 're not only getting your video feed, but they 're also getting information like about where you are, so they can actually look up things for you. They can look up uh, oh. any listings you want <laughs> they can actually get you directions they can look up your buses and and tell you how and, and help you get to the bus stop and get on and tell you all that kind of stuff Wow, that's so great. they got a lot of information at their fingertips
0: that is great it really is great and it does give you that level of privacy. You know, when you have a person or you have to ask a person, Hey, can you go with me here or I'm trying to go to the restaurant or you you lose some of your privacy that way. Yeah. Uh but with, with IRA, you really have this independent
1: relationship with somebody that's not there. You do, and you here's know? the thing, is those agents are carefully vetted. I, I heard it said that it's actually easier to get into Harvard than to get hired on by Ira <laughs> because they really vet their agents they they really, really check you out and they also have every agent sign a non-disclosure agreement which means that they cannot reveal anything that that you've shown them or talked to them and oh. if it's found that they do they're out of there wow so um it's pretty cool uh, something else they can do is let's say you're on a on the computer Yes. and you're trying to do something on a website that's not very accessible, Yes, you can actually have the agent uh, log into something called TeamViewer. You and the agent log into this, and it gives them remote access to your computer. Mm-hmm. And for that session, the agent can go on the website and click the buttons for you. So JAWS may not tell you that. The, it might just say button, button, link, link, and not tell you what it is. But the agent can see visually what it is, because once they remote into your computer, they can see everything that would be on your screen. Wow, that's great.
0: That is really great.
1: So it's, it's a very powerful
0: tool. Well, Julian, what about a competitor that I, I have had so many of my patients telling me that they did download this, and they are so happy with it, and it is called Be My Eyes. Uh, what does Be My
1: Eyes do that is uh, different compared to Ira, Well, they're very similar in the way that they work because they both are a video feed between you and the person helping you. Now, with Be My Eyes, you're you're getting a volunteer, uh, somebody who basically downloaded the app, and when you first download the app, it asks you, are are you a blind user or, or are you a volunteer? So they chose volunteer, and they set up an account, and basically uh, once they they set up that account they've made themselves available for calls, so they they can turn on or off when they're on call so uh, you're you're not getting somebody who's trained like you do with ira and by the way i i don't know that it's fair to to say that be my eyes is is a competitor to IRA. In fact, I would say that it's sometimes more of a companion app because, especially if, if you have Ira and you can't afford the unlimited plan, so maybe you went with one of the lower uh, entry level plans that gives you uh, so many, you know, maybe uh, eighty-nine minutes or a hundred minutes or something like that a month. Uh, obviously, you're going to want to maybe use your Ira minutes a little more sparingly for maybe certain tasks that. Uh, the IRA agent, because of the console and and, and training that they've had, might be able to give you better assistance with versus that can of soup question that you talked about where you you open up the the cupboard real quick and you want to know what. All you want to know is, is this tomato soup or is uh, (laughs) is it vegetable soup or is is it cream of mushroom? So uh, for that, maybe you don't necessarily need the specially trained IRA agent to do that task for you. So maybe you'd conserve your IRA minutes and you use your Be My Eyes to get that quick uh, yeah. visual assistance. Yes. Uh, you know, one way to think about it, uh, one of the differences between IRA and Be My Eyes mm-hmm. is that IRA, think of IRA as an employee that you've hired, somebody who's been trained specifically to do that job. Uh, this is somebody who's been vetted, somebody who's who signed a non disclosure agreement, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus maybe if you're walking down the street. Uh, maybe you're not going to whip out your credit cards and ask a stranger, hey, can you tell me which is the Visa and which is the, the American Express? You're not going to do that with a random stranger on the street, where mm-hmm. you might feel more comfortable doing that with an IRA agent. But yet you might feel comfortable asking the random person on the street, hey, uh, which way is First Street or which way is Broadway? Or I'm looking for uh, yeah. uh, 123 West First Street. I, 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 is, it, is it down the street here? Or am I in front of it? Or what address am I in front of See what I mean? So it's like yep. there are certain things that you're that you, it's okay to ask a random stranger to help you with, and there's other things that common sense would say that's not a good idea to share with a random stranger because you don't know who you're dealing with. I see. Yeah, they really could work well together. Yeah. So I, that's why I say don't don't think of it as a competitor. Think of it as a companion app. I think you know the Vi Toolbox, as I call it on my phone, my folder, all these useful apps for that I use for these purposes. Uh, the Vi Toolbox. Uh, can never have too many tools. Mm-hmm. It's good to have different tools, just like your your regular toolbox. You don't only have one Phillips or one flathead. You have many different sizes of it. You don't just have one wrench. You have different size wrenches. You know. You don't just have uh, 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 you know a manual screwdriver. Maybe you might have the the power one too. So yeah. So it's the same kind of ideas. You can never have too many tools in the toolbox, and you use them uh, as uh, as the task. Uh, requires and and uh, you did mention uh, i just want to be clear about this that the be my eyes application it is free yes it's free to download it's free to use there's no limits on it so and and by the way it's free it's also free and encouraged to volunteer so i would say you know if you know anybody who uh, wants to to help and is particularly good at that sort of thing uh and, and they're looking for something to do with some spare time, maybe somebody who's housebound or uh, maybe they had surgery or something and they're bedbound for a while, and they're looking for something productive to, to wow. do that makes them so yeah. feel like they're doing something, why not uh, volunteer with Be My Eyes? Yeah.
0: Now, the third app that you were talking about was called uh, the Scene AI. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Now, what is the Scene AI app? The Seeing AI app is an app by Microsoft, and it is actually helping them to improve their uh, artificial intelligence or machine learning capabilities, because the better that that they get with Mm -hmm. that, the better they can market those kinds of things to the general public. So it's a win-win situation, if you think about it, because we're getting to use this powerful tool for free, and in return, they're getting information from how we use it to help them improve what they're doing. So what does it do? You can use it to do things like uh, read quick uh, text, real-time text, by the way. So unlike apps like uh, KNFB Reader, for example, or, or, Vis- or, or Prismo or uh, things like that, uh, where you have to take a picture of it and wait for it to process, and then if it got it right, it, it reads whatever it sees to you. This, you literally point the camera to something block of text, and it starts attempting to read it right away without you pushing any other buttons. So wow. Sometimes you'll get some gibberish in the middle, but more often than not, in the midst of the gibberish, I get enough of information that it, it helps me to determine what I'm looking at. So, for example, you might use it to look at the can of soup, and maybe you might have to turn the can around, and you might hear... Ingredients. You might hear some cooking directions, and then eventually you might hear it say uh, "tomato" or, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it, it it reads things real time in front of you. I've used it sometimes to read things on the TV screen or computer screen. Yeah. When a message pops up, and I can't obviously read what it is, but I point to it, and again, sometimes uh, it's it doesn't get it perfect all the time, but it gets it right enough that it gives me some idea of what I'm looking at. Now,
0: does the scene AI,
1: do they also provide you with a pair of
0: glasses like the Be My Eyes?
1: No. Uh, and by the way, Be My Eyes does not provide you with glasses either. It's, it's strictly using the phone's camera at that point. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, this is using the camera of the phone to uh, gather the information. And then it's, it, it's using the, the software and the processor on your phone to turn it into spoken text that makes sense to you. So um, there's that that quick text. Then there's a document channel that works like your traditional OCR software where you uh, put it on top of the paper, and then what it does is you start to pull up on it, and when it sees all four edges of the paper, it'll tell you, hold still. And then it snaps the picture, and shortly thereafter it starts reading what it uh, sees in front of it. Now you had mentioned something with the scene AI
0: that it would read what you point at it does this require that you're using hand gestures of pointing at something and that tells the phone
1: to tell you what that is or to read those words no that's uh that's orcam <laughs> that's okay a, uh this you don't po- you don't do any finger gestures you don't do anything. it's just literally what you point the camera lens to If it thinks it sees text, it's just going to start reading it. Okay.
0: Does it have the ability also to uh, identify objects? Uh, Let's say that I go into a room that I've never been into. Say it's a new hotel room and I'm totally blind. Would it help me to orient where the sofa is or the television? Or Does it do anything like that or is it primarily
1: reading text? Well, yes and no. (laughs) There is actually a... Channel. They they call all the different services in the app channels. So the oh. the channels I described was the short text and the document channel. Uh, they do have a te- a, a channel that uh, lets you take pictures of objects and it tries to tell you what those objects are. Uh, there's a channel too where you could teach it to recognize faces. So oh. like if you if you stored faces of people, you know, yeah. you can walk into a room and kind of pan your camera around. And if there's enough good lighting and the camera is good enough in there, it will tell you if it recognizes one of those faces. Wow. Okay. It has a barcode channel that is really nice. In fact, it's the best barcode app out there nowadays. Uh, For the longest time, I used to recommend Digitize from Digital Miracles. But this is way better because it's a lot more forgiving. It really helps you to line up where that barcode is. And through a series of beeps, it tells you how, whether you're getting close or uh, whether you're, it's not as good and you need to move it a little bit. And as soon as it sees it, it just automatically uh, grabs it and then goes on the Internet and looks for the information that's associated with that barcode. It has a money, a uh, currency reading oh. mode. It also has a color identification mode, but again, uh, it's still what it's still what I think of uh, different color apps. I, I don't think they're reliable. The human eye is still better at detecting colors through camera lenses. But it is there. One other really cool channel that it has is a handwriting channel.
0: (laughs) And you can actually
1: take a picture of handwritten text. And I'm surprised how well it does it. Uh, You can actually have it. You know how when you get a greeting card and a lot of times it's uh, it's a simulated handwriting font? Yes. Uh, It'll actually read those a lot of times. Now, Julian, I'm going to put you on the pressure,
0: a little bit of pressure on you here. You're gonna be on the spot, but okay. if you're a person who really wants to use one of these applications with your iPhone to be able to read a, a letter you received in the mail or maybe a page in a book or a couple pages in the book, do you feel that the scene AI using that document uh, category program, is that actually equal Worse than or better than
1: KNFB Reader, which is a very popular program. Accuracy-wise, I think they're both pretty close, in my opinion. Really? The one thing that, (laughs) but you have to remember, this is a very basic OCR. KNFB Reader has a lot of different tools that let you batch scan, let you do various things like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, This does not offer any of that. and This also doesn't let you save what you read for later reading. So, in other oh. words once once you once you close that channel or, or go do something else or uh, or or read something else uh, there 's no way to recall that anymore so uh, again I, I would say just like what I said with uh, IRA and uh, be my eyes, think of it as a companion app it's a, you know if you're if you 're doing a lot of reading, especially if you 're a student and you 're reading a lot of handouts, things like that, and you want to save them for later i I still think k and f e reader is a much better solution. But for real quick uh, spot OCR reading, you know, you get a letter in the mail or or a flyer at the door, that kind of thing, and you just want to know what it is real quick. And maybe you don't want to jump through the hoops uh, of using KNFB Reader. You just want it quick and easy. Uh, Seeing AI is, is a great tool for that.
0: Well, I really understand your point loud and clear. It's best to have all of these. Yes. And when uh, Be My Eyes and Seeing AI are free, you might as well download them. Yeah, it's no no harm in having them. Now, Julian, the last question is, are these also available to work
1: on Android phones to these programs? Ira and uh, Be My Eyes are. Seeing AI, unfortunately, is not. Okay. Uh, I don't know why Microsoft hasn't brought this over to Android. They, they should. There are a lot of blind Android users out there. I, the, the common belief is that most blind people are using iPhone. So uh, a lot of people tend to think, well, then we're just going to develop for that uh, and maybe not so much for Android. And while it is true that a lot of blind people do use iOS, there are a lot of blind people, and especially throughout the world, who can't afford the iPhone. And the Android phone is truly the only affordable alternative for such people. So I'm going to stand on my soapbox here for a second and just say this out loud. Come on, people. Develop for Android as well, because there's a lot of blind people using Android. Amen. Oh, I agree. I agree. wholeheartedly. Well, Julian, this is really
0: great information, and if. Any of our listeners want to get in touch with you to ask you more questions or to get some consultative advice, how can they reach you?
1: They can go to my website, which is www.techjv.com. That's www.techjv.com, and there's a link there where they can email me. Or they can call me by phone at area code 818 9554. Well, this has been very good. And
0: we thank you very much, Julian. And we hope all of you will return to listen more next time, all about smartphones.